0: Ladies and gentlemen, you are now listening to the Talking Nonsense About Impact Wrestling podcast. Cross the line in three, two, one. Yeah. What is going on, my Impact Wrestling fam? Welcome to episode 122 of the Talking Nonsense of Impact Wrestling About Impact Wrestling <laughs> podcast. <laughs> uh, my name is Jeff, aka your uh, Rogue Squadron leader for this evening. And, uh, yeah, if you can't tell, uh, being a big giant baby, a little bit under the weather, I am down with the sickness. -ah. Ooh-ah, ooh-ah, yeah, whatever. Um, shout out to Brown. So we're gonna, uh, uh, probably a a quicker show this evening. Uh, today was me, uh, supposed to get in the groove of Havlin. Where's Dr. Ross when you need him? Keep Dr. Ross away. Feel like everyone who goes Dr. Ross gets, uh... (laughs) Gets the wrong, uh, the wrong, uh, I can't even think right now. Medicine? Uh, Help, I don't know. But, uh, yeah, it's gonna be a good one. I was gonna get used to, start getting used to the, uh, the solo show. As you guys know, uh, Lucha will be on here. He'll probably light up the chat tonight, but, uh, he'll be on here for the post and or pre, uh, pay-per-view shows and Impact Plus specials, but he's moving his way and spunkering... (laughs) down uh with the go go power rankings team which is just gonna throw a jetpack to to that even further to that show and uh make sure you guys go check them out every tuesday go go power rankings right now it's uh burton t is still killing it there and uh of course Lucha's is going to join them so it's going to be even better um and uh who better to join them than the founder of our power rankings group and if you want to join that as well at tnaiw channel at Burt macklin 11 join the power rankings committee takes a second you put in a vote after the show before sunday hello to my in there again nice to see you again buddy um but yeah yeah join that it it makes a difference uh and uh every vote really does matter i know it sounds silly but uh takes 10 seconds your time and uh you can see a change literally Uh, a lot of ties a lot of close uh people i I don't know i thought that made it or should made it but didn't we'll talk about that um, a lot to get into this in in the show, including obviously you can see it up there. Uh, Jonathan Gresham has found a new home, and it is Impact Wrestling. So we're gonna talk about that. We talk about uh, possibly Cardona finding a new home again. Give you an update on our uh, third nonsensies. Talk about uh the new tag team champions and so much more, um, including an awesome thing about Cardona as well. Not just a is he whatever kind of thing. What's going on, to Tia? What's up, buddy? was just mentioning you. Um, yeah, yeah, it's a nice thing, because I feel like we always focus on people just using impact as a stepping stone, uh, stepping stone, and that might be the case in, in some regards. Um, but I, I, we also want to give out a shout-out and some love and attention to when people who, even though they might be on their way out, show impact love um, without disrespecting. I, I respect uh, Matt Cardona. We'll get to that um, what a show, so we're gonna talk about the show, we're gonna do power rankings, we'll talk about your guys' poll results, and we'll talk about all those hot topics, uh, in just a moment, but I want to plug everything else, because there's a lot of great stuff on this channel, uh, I already plugged, uh, Datia and Bert and Lucha are gonna be on GoGo Power Rankings, here us every, uh, Sunday 8 p.m., even on Christmas, I will be here on Christmas, no matter what you celebrate or I celebrate, I will be here, um, I love my family, yes, but you guys are my family as well, and, uh, I have a good time doing this. It's, it's healthy for me, and uh, it'll be a good time. And we get to present the the nonsensies with uh, featuring everybody in there. <laughs> yeah, what's up? He off, he off, G off. All of us. We're all here. Uh, Millard, what's going on, buddy? So yeah, we'll be here. Uh, we'll not be here New Year's Eve though. I'm gonna skip that one. Not that I do anything. I'll probably actually be sleeping. Uh, but you guys should have fun. Be safe. Have fun. Get off your phones. Enjoy the world but um, you know what let's uh let's get into let's get into power ranks, let's start this off right. I don't wanna stammer too much, not feeling the best as i said hey i o well shout out to i o as well man i o any tweet you see that hypes this live group um shout out to all of you that return a weekly basis to the live chat here and and really <laughs> bring the show together, especially with me going solo. Uh, on most weeks uh it 's really appreciated, but he 's the man that gets you here um so go follow him and his personal go follow him at, at Teenaiw channel and uh yeah you 'll see him in the videos as well so i 'll we'll be announcing the nonsensies uh but here 's data announcing the powerings. number ten Savannah Evans and tasha Steels. Number 9, Cross the Line, Jonathan Gresham. Number 8, Hard to Kill, Mickey James. Number 7, The Death Machine, Sammy Callahan. Number 6, X Division Champion, Trey Miguel. Number 5, Die Hard, Eddie Edwards. Number 4, World Champion, Josh Alexander. Number 3, Hard to Kill, Bully Ray. Number two, world champion, Jordan Grace. One, new tag team champions, the Motor City Machine Guns. Hard to argue with that one. Um, I could see some up and down, some moving around. That could be debated. There were uh, some shout-outs I want to give. Joe Hendry was on the cusp there. Yeah. Um, a lot of people getting uh, pretty close in some votes, which which tells me, and I know it's silly, it's just a small sample size, but when you see those, you know, where there's people on the cusp of making a power rankings, even if it once again, sample size, um, it shows we're headed in the right direction, because each segment is being taken up, for the most part, we'll get to some of these <laughs> things, um, by must-see uh, characters or wrestlers within the world of Impact Wrestling, so uh, we're getting back to that, I'm happy about that building some new stars um shout out to lucha who just made it there and a lucha uh who who tweeted or he didn't tweet me text me um about the jonathan gresham thing hey can you make a quick i didn't think i could uh <laughs> said f the real world <laughs> made a quick thing and thank you to all of you who retweeted that uh he crossed the line we'll talk about that later really stoked uh and shout out to all the people who gave it love uh, franchise, everybody else. So, appreciate that, guys. Um, but one other thing, obviously, I want to plug. Uh, talking bloody nonsense. Mr. Impact, Craig, and uh, Nixon, Peter Nixon, uh, every Thursday. They're there, man. Different format of the show. Love it. Uh, it's It's not time-sensitive, so you guys can go watch that. Check it out. Check it out. They will also be part of the videos, of course, because... They're part of the team. Yeah, it's going to be a good nonsense. It's a fun Christmas episode. Hopefully I feel better. I'm sure I will. All right, let's get into the show. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> That's my... Where's Lucha when you need him? right? Um, so one thing I do want to mention, I always say 88 minutes, right? 88 minutes of television. We've been getting 86. Now, why is this important? Uh, one, for us, uh, I'll never go past the amount of the show that Impact was. Not going to make you watch a 90-minute a show, two-hour show. When the show I'm talking about is only 86 minutes. That's one. Uh, two, 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 very most important. The less time of the show means more dollars. More dollars. Not more top dollar. Over the top rope. Uh, but but <laughs> it's more dollars. Maybe it's busting open radio money. We'll talk about that in a second. Um, but uh, let's get into the show. I always start with BTI. You know my thing on that. I love the chemistry be- between Josh and um, Gia. Really do. Problem is, is I watch Impact on a regular basis, so maybe it's not something I need to watch from beginning to end. But between Iceman Intel, which at least sets the tone for the show, which we'll get into in a second, uh, and then a generally a banger of a match, um, go back, especially if you're a YouTube watcher. You got that 30-minute wait time, 8 to 8:30, go back, watch it. You can watch 7:42 e mark on. Uh you get a match, you get some intel, and you know what the hell I'm talking about. Um, but BTI Iceman Intel. Was Josh has a plan to get his hands on Bully. Okay. Shout out, by the way. I will give Iceman a lot of credit. Not that there's anything for Iceman, but uh, we just give him shit. Uh, but the stuff he's doing with Josh, the reviews, good stuff. Check that out, especially if you're a YouTube insider. Um, so the match we get here is Sheer with the man Raj Singh. And uh, he's taking on... Jack Price. So what? I, a couple things here. i'm Not gonna go too long, obviously. In a BTI match, love that Tom. Uh, mis mistakenly said TNA. He, <laughs> Masako says, <laughs> "I love Ice Man, when he gets his intel watching the previous week's episode." Yeah, there was a time where they actually double looped in one too. I remember that was good shit. Um, <laughs> Jack Price by the way, a little, for my old heads, a little Mr. 630 Diamonds in the Rough Elix Skipper uh, mash up there, right, a little bit, got a little vibe there, a little Jerrell Clark, um, I dig them, what I like about this, and obviously we'll get to, to more with Jason Hotch, uh, follower of the show, what's up Jason Hotch, <laughs> is that we rolled out that one, I know there was the, the criticism, why not you just throw these guys on there, that's fine, that, that, even though they won Gut Check, they are an enhancement. To the diehards, yes, oh, we know who it exactly was, you know, all that stuff. Makes sense. I, I get where you're coming from. But I love the old TNA days where you just roll someone in and then eventually when they catch on or they get enough love from the crowd, you start elevating with a little bit of gimmick. And we see that with Jason Hotch, which we'll get to, but this is that what that meant with Jason moving forward was Jack was the next, right? Or Shogun, but, but Jack getting the love here. Um, And I like him. I like him. Once again, he's got to find his thing. It took... You know, Hotch at a time. This is week one of really giving him his his, his show here. Um, but I love what they're doing with the Gut Check people. I also love <laughs> what Al Snow has done with Shira. Can we give some love to Al Snow in, in, in the training he has done over the, the course of his career? From Tough Enough to, to TNA to Gut Check and so on, man. The work he's done with in OVW um, with Shira is just something I, I, you want to see. He's got a great look in Shira. Great market. Um, we've had his entire pretty much collection of wrestling journey. You want it to work out with Shira. And I think it's starting to. I really do. It's a long, long way. Long way from the shuffle, my friends. Uh, and of course, I love Raj, so. Gonna love this, but Shira picks up the win here. I think he's man. <laughs> Critical Sting, shout out to Critical Sting. Join in the chat. Um, <laughs> Lou just saying Mahabale Reigns. Okay, so we're gonna get the whole shield unit back together with the Sheik, right? Uh, Al Snow put the metaphorical key in Shira's back. I love that. You know, Shira's the guy who wanted it. And uh, when you're given, it's the same with any sport. We, we have this tendency just to think nowadays of you come in, you're a rookie, boom. If you don't make it, if you're not Patrick Mahomes, you're a piece of shit, right? But that's not everybody. Some people need coaching. Some people didn't get good coaching. Some people, you you still need a coach. You still need someone to, to give you that that lesson. And we're learning that, and this is no disrespect to AEW, but there's reports of people ignoring the the, 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 the legacy or the knowledge someone holds in someone like William Regal, you know, look, a lot of things you can do nowadays, especially with the palm of your hands, you could right? you don't need training, you could just go, go, go do learn your own and you can get famous or, or do whatever be successful in, in the, the whatever profession you want to be in. But to to be nurtured by someone and given all the tools, which I think Raj is or Raj, yeah, is giving is giving Shira. No, uh, Al has been given Shira, and Shira has been learning and picking up. Is just gonna suit him well, and, and I, I think he's gonna be here for for a very long time, and hopefully continues to develop. Uh, because I like what I see here, man, and a good dude, and a good dude. Um, let's keep going here. Great story. T- oh, okay, okay, yeah. I have notes about a lot of times I watch this in the treehouse and then I uh, don't know what the hell I'm writing. I have like three different handwritings. Um so next we start we start the episode with Eddie Edwards Die Hard Eddie Edwards with the Honor No More music. Anyone else like shook for a second? Yeah. Um but I liked it. Everything Eddie did in this episode was spot on for what i think needed to happen for eddie we said it for the longest time we love his song da, 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 he's, the, he's the hero of heroes right he's the baby face um of baby faces the franchise when he turned heel it was refreshing he needed to work on that's the only gripe about eddie i think anyone can make it is the the promo right that's that's over the course of his career and i think honor no more really helped in that and being a heel does so when I make these criticisms about someone like Eddie, you know, or, or when everyone was saying he was going to be champion or Eddie was going to be the, the defending or the person challenging at Bound for Glory, I, I don't want just because I didn't jump for joy or rush to, oh, man, look, that doesn't take away from the love and respect I have for Eddie Edwards. And if you're talking someone who is, once again, I know I say this all the time, though, June 19, 2002, man, Wednesday night pay-per-views, okay? Since day one, there's only one other guy I can really think of, and I know now it's not the case. But besides Eddie Edwards, that has literally ran with us, and, and pay cuts, and people leaving, and new regimes coming in, and, and still holding that torch, and still and still recruiting, and still being us the hand uh, and, and the guy you know who could go out there main event. It's AJ Styles. AJ Styles and Eddie Edwards are the the two people in the history of this company that, you know, could you say Mount Rushmore for Eddie, I mean, if it was bigger than four, (laughs) it's gonna be easier for me to say that, but at the same time, look, them are our two dudes who have, have put this company on their back and never, and not, not talented enough, or not, not talented, um, still talented enough to get opportunities elsewhere, it's not like, oh, it's, oh, it's Eddie Edwards, oh, it's AJ Styles, obviously, um, so I want to make sure we give Eddie his love for, for the impact and the legacy he has put in this company, man. So respect to him, and uh, he's picking up the, the win over Delirious here. Thought the ending was flat, I didn't get it. It was like, okay, whatever, but obviously everything has a purpose. Um, first, I want to give a shout out to Matt, who uh, just killed it with, I want to see what the, what that Oh, the storytelling. The storytelling between Eddie and and if this could be the turning point returns a page and da-da-da-da. So it set up that of what is Eddie? Is he between her? what is he, right? And then, of course, Tom giving us our history which I obviously flubbed up the past few weeks of, <laughs> of thinking I've seen them wrestle together, but I guess, obviously, a tag team. So getting our history lesson there from, from Tom. So shout out to them. Um, but after the match, they give each other respect. You think that's what's going to happen and Eddie turns, right? Or stays, right? This is the Eddie Edwards we're we're going to know for now on. He's trying to eliminate his past. We're talking about ROH, we're talking about Honor No More. Um and he uh, he takes out Delirious here. I like you, you're coming out. Keeps you irrelevant relevant. He's obviously been teaming with uh Delirious for a little bit here and there, so it at least made sense for that. I enjoyed those little uh, little big things, those Easter eggs, I don't know if you want to call them that. Um, but those, those little details that impact does, and that's something I'm going to touch on with the Matt Cardona thing later that he mentioned, but, uh, so Yuya doesn't get it done, but Jonathan Gresham does. And look, I, I know, spoiler free, Lucha was here, spoiler free since 83, I wasn't born then, but, <laughs> um, I was shocked. I didn't know uh, if this was a, you know, he signed thing. If this was a, how did he get out of his contract? How did that, da, 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 right? A lot of things going on. Um, A lot of questions come into play. <laughs> but all that matters, and we'll talk about it deeper uh, later, is that Jonathan Gresham signed to Impact Wrestling. And now at Hard to Kill, we get Jonathan Gresham. Versus Eddie Edwards. I mean, look, I know Impact does a lot of, I won't say last minute booking, because it's always booked prior, it's just when it plays out, right? But the three matches and a fourth that we'll get to in a second, I I think is, I won't say an obvious, but it it seems where it's going to (laughs) go. Honor some more. (laughs) Gresham, Delirious, and Yuya. I like it. Um... Yeah, yeah, I I just... I I think this Hard to Kill is lining up to be a banger. Not that they aren't, generally. uh, But this one, it it looks... Vested interest in each match. Build up to each match. Maybe not this, but... Critical Sting match build. HDK match build is greater than BFG build. I won't argue that. I won't argue that. Uh, So, yeah. This is all exciting, and I guess this is... uh, the greatness before they get you into the Tommy. I know a lot of you guys are into the Tommy, the bully iffy on that, but um, that's where we're going next because Scott and Josh um, are talking back there and, and Iceman Intel was, Josh is going to find a way to do it and Scott says no. <laughs> so thanks buddy uh, for that Intel, but uh, squandered his, his his hopes there. Um, he wants Josh to be ready and prepare for hard to kill. Now, granted, Josh has a point that maybe he's finely tuned as as he can be after going an hour with speedball Mike Bailey. I mean, iron sharpens iron, right? That was the quote. But next to enter is Dreamer, and Dreamer's got to come in, and uh, you know, he's got a dream. <laughs> he's got to uh, be the Terry Funk of Impact Wrestling, which I enjoy, man. You know, and this is where I'm going to be honest because I think these two segments play into each other. Obviously, it's kind of a one giant one, if you will. Um, But Dreamer is essentially trying to prove to Josh that uh, I have nothing to do with this. I I bully, known him for all these years. Uh, You know, he's been a piece of shit to me and to other people, but you can trust him this time, and he was wrong. And Scott agrees. Scott says, you know, there's a lot of things that Tommy is, but he's not dishonest. Uh, I just don't think he knew, da, da 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 Okay, cool. Josh isn't buying it. Cool, fine, awesome. Now, we come back, and and we're going to... Right into the ring, and there, uh, there, there stands John Schuyler, the newly signed John Schuyler. And, uh... And Bully Ray. Once again, um... Actually, shout out to Yellowbone, an old friend of the of the chat and show, uh, who mentioned this. I saw his tweet about. It. I think we retweeted it. Uh, of of the people who were just look day one when Bully came back. Oh shit! It's Bully raven's excited. He wins over Macklin. Everyone's suddenly not. He's gonna cash it in. Oh man, he's gonna become champion. It was a iffy. It was iffy situation since day one of him returning. Right. I was more positive about it uh, and. Luckily for me, (laughs) it paid off because I love this shit, and and there's a lot of people, and like I was saying, respect to him and to everyone who commented on that, who said, "Man, I just I, I, you know, I didn't expect this or or wasn't looking forward to this, and I'm pleasantly surprised." And that's I think it doesn't sometimes matter the initial how we got here, it's where we are right now, and this hard to kill is gonna be uh, is gonna be awesome, and Bully Ray is is at the forefront of that. Now, if he, if do I think he wins, uh, we will talk about that. I, I thought so originally. I, I thought that I'll save the championship uh, passing on thing for for another thing. But I, I want to touch on this. John Schuyler. I I originally wrote, oh man, poor John Schuyler, right? He doesn't even get an entrance. He just loses right after, um, right after signing. And I and I I, I see the long term. I'll be patient about it. You know, guys, I'll be patient to a fault sometimes. Um, but. We get that clarified a few segments later. I was like, ah, oh, the internet's going to eat these motherfuckers up for not- <laughs> for just signing him and just abusing him right away. But I love what they did, and we'll talk about that. So we'll talk about John Schuyler in a second. Um, but after the, the the pile driver of the squash, Bully123, Dreamer comes out, Just Dreamer's got a dream. And uh, I'm going to be honest. The first time I watched this, wasn't uh, a fan of this promo. I thought it was all over the place. I thought it was pretty simple, but then I watched it back because it, it's it's when it's things like that are polarizing to me. I like to make sure before I'm just gonna come <laughs> and, and shit on something, right? Um, but maybe it was just because I was more nervous about the reaction to two segments boom, 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 of Dreamer and Bully and whatever. But I, I actually thought I I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I was saying it, it was promo class for the roster. It was that good. Um, yeah, man, I, I think Bully and, 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 I I think Tommy lost himself a little bit in there. there. There's some of Tommy that I'm just like, all right, Tommy, we get it, buddy. I go to sleep and I live with those scars and I, okay, we get it. We get it. He's, he's this is his dark side of the ring redemption story. I gotcha. <laughs> but look, the numbers don't lie. At the end of the day, the, the volume of the crowd doesn't lie. For what I thought was a weird crowd at some points, ECW, this segment, um, and yes, both of them killed it. There were, Like I said, there were some things that I thought, whatever, and that stood me watching it twice, but I was pleasantly uh, surprised watching it back. I didn't think it was too long. I thought it delivered the purpose. It, it also veered Bully a little bit doesn't mean he's gonna win or lose I don't know but it it didn't take the focus isn't necessarily which is nice because Josh had the distraction this week gives Bully distraction this week so you would call them it's par right good storytelling and uh you know it's funny we'll talk about the nonsensies but we haven't put out the golden tongue one yet because and you'll see that there wasn't even a winner in 2020 and uh You know, a lot of it is because Impact, as far as someone doing a promo or having a promo, that wasn't always the top of the list or we didn't always have the best talkers. We had some here and there. We had the Eli Drakes. We had EC3. You know, you have some people. uh, Ethan Page who did win (laughs) uh, the Golden Tongue Award. So, you know, it's... Bully's already, you know, made his claim. To maybe being the golden tongue, I just, I, it's hard to to argue, man. Everything he's done here, from selling uh, the match, verbally uh, and physically, has worked. So, uh, I'm talking in circles about stuff we'll get to later. <laughs> so let me get back. Uh, um, but yeah, so I thought this was good. CIO saying why Dreeber wasn't on the power rankings, you know. Parkside Millard saying Bully is one of the best heels we've seen ever seen in wrestling. Hey, look, man. Heat is heat. I don't care how you get it. I don't care what you have to say to do it uh, or, or or achieve it. He gets it. Um, and in a time where sometimes the crowd can be a little sit on their hands or sit on their phones, it's nice to have someone who can say, who speaks. Just hear his voice and you just, you want to listen. He grabs your attention. Um, but next up is going to be the major players versus Decay. Uh, Major players, by the way. How do do two dudes that are that good and well-off and famous in the world of wrestling not have better gear? That is some of the wackest gear. Um, But uh, before we get to that, they go to a flashback. And I love all of this because this is another moment, just kind of like where I wrote poor John Skyler or whatever else, um, that they clarify and, and fix before I can even complain about it. Um, they do a flashback here, catching up, um, showing the reemergence of, of, of Black Taroos, which is nice. You can obviously see a little bit more weight on him, a little wrapped uh, abs there. So obviously nursing an injury of some sort. That's why obviously um, maybe he isn't in singles or maybe that's just the direction, but it, he's going to need a heal up, it looks like. Um, but Crazy Steve and major players uh, showing how they come to this match. And then to kind of not just say, hey, what the hell was that shit with Trey last week? Trey attacks Crazy Steve before the match. Tags him. Beautiful. Beautiful. Beautiful storytelling. Beginning, middle, ends, continuity. Everything matters. Love it. Love it, love it, love it. Uh, I still got a lot of notes for this one. Oh, that's... <laughs> no, it's all the same thing. Uh, was that the, For all my old heads out there, WCW people, three count. Was that the three count finisher? Was that a little Sugar Shane Helms and... The HBK, the Y2K, Shannon Moore, (laughs) finisher from major players. Let me know. Um, But I digress. All right. So major players picking up the victory there. Decay not looking weak in the process because crazy Steve was attacked before it. Next, we go to a contract signing, which I I applauded last week's thing, man. That photo shoot was really cool. You can see, I think, going by in the, in the, the Tron there. That photo of Mickey and that, it's just next level things that are just, that that change the game a little bit, right? We don't have the billion dollar budget, uh, but we have billion dollar creativity. And I thought this was another well executed contract signing. You're going to get one, generally, to continue something, especially with two faces. Um, and, and we'll get into the tripe of the two faces, which we'll see in a second. But I love the back and forth here with Jordan and, and Jordan's approach uh to this match. Right. She is going into it respectfully, I think, but is still respectfully assuming she's gonna win. Making sure Mickey gets her moment, da-da-da-da, right? Good. Love it. Mickey going into it as you're not you're not respecting my legacy and the moments I have had. And even though this was there was no confrontation, the sense of physical uh, face-on face crime, um, it sold it, man. It continues to sell what we're looking for. Now I know our buddy Jamie Stay Ready said, "Could it possibly be that she turns heel, Mickey turns heel?" I'm leaning towards Mickey winning, and it's not a preference thing. Uh, I love both of them. I don't think it hurts Jordan, and I think it helps. Um, what I'll get to later with who who wins after Mickey, obviously, because you're. Would be retiring Mickey James at that point. Io says, The few needs my way limp biscuit music. <laughs> oh, man. And the says, I really do hope we get a heel Mickey run on the way out. I think it's looking that way, especially with our hubby uh, kind of floating, floating around. That'd be interesting, right? Uh. But so it, it doesn't end here, right? So we get the contract signing and then. Tasha and Savannah, who did make the power rankings just off this little segment, and rightfully so, because uh stars, stars, uh beautiful stars, <laughs> nonetheless. Um, but also what I love about this is that continuity, right? We have Tasha bring up the point, you haven't beat me, da-da-da-da. Mickey saying, Okay, we could do this, and then Jordan saying, No, no, we're not. We have this signed. I'm not going to let you lose so I can't then be the one that retired, right? So that triangle dynamic was beautifully executed. Um, And Jordan's line of, you haven't yet, or was that what it was about in in regards to beating Tasha? You don't think I could beat her? You haven't yet? Smart. Smart, smart, smart. And I also like, obviously, Tasha and Savannah being uh, at the forefront here because the tripe is going to happen. The faces always have to team, Kazarian and Josh, right? Mickey and Jordan, we could go on and on and back. That's just how it happens. Um, but there's a little extra flavor, so to speak, on this one. And I like that, man. Prime instigator, critical stink. Tasha steals. you're right. Um, but I love it because I, I see now that Tasha has resigned. her and Savannah at least getting one run with that uh, with that tag team championship. And, and I also says, can they coexist? I think that's the key. I think the face champions have coexisted pretty well in the past recently. Or, or the challenger and champion when they do this before a show. Um, so maybe this is the one where we turn it up a little bit. And maybe we do get no, you know, the tease of the heel, right? We did get that a little bit with pinning Deanna uh, and kind of uh, rolling her up with the with the tights. So we'll see. But I love this, man. Uh, and let's keep this going. We get <laughs> after the classic uh, moment, we see Speedball Mike Bailey getting a pod. Speedball, right? Uh... And, of course, Kenny King's going to Kenny King, and he spits on him, which is just <laughs> just spits on him and pushes him. And then Jimmy Jacobs earning his security money. Holy shit. Uh, Pushing Kenny King back. But uh, follow this right up, right? Roll right into it to the present. And uh, it's Bailey with uh, Gia continuing the feud between Kenny and Bailey. Talking about and leaving that seed there that was planted a little bit watered. With uh with uh, Josh and Bailey, Kenny King generational hater. I like these. Um, what is that? Uh, superlatives. We do a high school or college? High school Superlatives? But yeah, I like I like it here once again. Key to here is continuity. Also keeps up what I think the the hope in the end game of Team Canada is, uh, with Josh and Speedball. Next up is uh, we're getting to, and this is something that I just wasn't behind in the last week. I told you I want to be, be, I'm behind it. I want it to work as I want everything to work. I just felt like this is just Diener's World Elite or Diener's The Band, which is Eric has been a comedic character for so long, as have as has Diener to the most part, or he's been lackey or whatever. This is that next step, and he's got to figure it out because in this one too it's a lot of he smelled a fart again ah bullshit and the smile um the sitting on him it's all overly premeditated and pre-calculated I will walk by the camera this and I'll smile at it I will pay my hand um we did get one great shot out of it with the with the after the win uh Diener behind angry behind uh Sammy Sammy picking up the win over angels here by the way not to skip over that thought it was a good little match uh also thought not to good little match, but it was a good TV match, and it was the best showing from Daniel, Daniels, Angels, uh, that I've seen yet, to be honest, and you guys know my critique on him. Can't change his, his height, can't do all that, I get it. Gear, I hate when you can see people's, I know this is a little thing, but I, I hate the flappy wings, and I can't stand when you see people's boxers underneath. <laughs> get it together. Um, but I thought this was an improvement for him, I like that, I just still feel like this group is just guys, um, with Angels, who's excited, and Diener, who smelled a fart, and Khan, who still wants to be in vbd so uh yeah we just need a little fine tuning on them man we need some acting class something here sammy think it's time to get some help for friends i don't think sammy needs friends (laughs) to defeat the design man i just not feeling it it's feeling forced doesn't feel natural um And they already have the uphill battle of deleting violent by design and now having to start with an unrecognizable brand. Yes, I know it's just the design, but it doesn't give them any favor. So they're starting back from, you know, whatever, even though they're a feud with Sammy. I just think it needs, it needs work. It needs work. Um, And, uh, you know yeah i don't know the only other critique i have on that and it's for sammy and you all know my love for Sammy, the bowing let the crowd know you when you bow when tell you when to bow just always bowing oh you did pop a power bow yeah. especially when no one claps after he bows it doesn't doesn't help the cause but always love sammy there's my two cents doesn't matter at all uh <laughs> but hopefully that improves we'll see where it goes they could use something special uh, something to, so to speak parkside says i see that uh, they gotta find a way to separate the design from VBD. I don't know. Then what do they do? I mean he gave them Vincent's they just said, here you're Vincent now? I, I don't I don't know, man. They gotta figure that out. Uh but next up is something that uh I thought we were going back to IPWF. It sounded like the music that uh that Diener would be dancing to is whatever. Um But uh Giselle and Jay and they're gonna approach Deanna. And uh you know, I I don't know what's gonna happen with Deanna. I know the doll ninety nine says oh she's teaming with Giselle must mean she's leaving. I don't know. I don't know. Um but what I do know is Giselle and and, and Deanna are gonna get that rematch. Uh from what Vexed should have got. I like Giselle. I like Jay, I like that tag team. She gotta be so mean to him, it's her friend, but you know, whatever we'll see, I don't think they win, maybe they do, you guys know the spoilers, I do not, keep it spoiler free, but once again, keeping the tag team titles on in the picture, at least dedicating a segment to it, not including the tag team one with Tasha and Savannah, so look, uh, I thought it fit in, fits well, we'll see what happens with Deanna, but we get a tag team match coming up, next up, uh, after still to come with Motor City Machine Guns, we get a uh, Taylor Wilde, and she's back, I know they're talking about nonsense guys talking about, where's Taylor Wilde? She's finally back, um and she's witchy looks like heel once again looks like it's gonna be a little singles thing remember her and mickey got a little uh a little play recently so maybe she gets if if mickey does win gets a little uh shot there but i would love to see her team up with someone on the darker side and, and add another tag team to this uh she is a former tag team champion so we'll see but i like it what do you guys think of the the new witchy side of taylor wilde think it's different I think it fits in with impact wrestling and it's a brand i think we're getting to that point where everyone's going to be i see some suggestions with the bully ray and who he's going to add spoiler free but the design maybe sammy does add people and brings back ove maybe you know team canada does come maybe bull club stays together so there's factions we're building because we're we're trying to build stars through the brands uh and i'm okay with that i'm okay with that for now um it's just about execution. You could say that this company does it like that, this company does it like that, but Impact, when they do it, they've done it right. If, you, if you've rocked with uh, Anthem since they took over, they've, they had a really, they've done a really good job and have a great record for using brands to elevate people. What in the voodoo Mama Shane goes Taylor up to? I, I, I knew that was you. I loved that tweet, by the way, but I was going through it. Uh, next up is Bupinder in a Jacket. We're getting there. We're getting to Lambos and, and fur coats. Boop Hinder, so I like that. Um, Joe Hendry. Is that belt made for him or what? It looks like it should be with them. Love it. Um, but they're going to face Swinger and Dice. Swinger, by the way, thirty ninety one and one record. Uh, Swinger wearing his sangriento-like onesie. Or onesie, I'm wearing a onesie. Uh, singlet. But uh, wanted Swinger and Dice to get the win here. I would love for them to get on a streak, man. I like—I'd th- love the potential of Zicky Dice. Still want them to have a bro man like tag team championship win, even if it's just small, um, because I think the crowd would pop if we're a big, you know, impact crowd. Um, but Bupinder and Joe get the win here, even with Moose coming out <laughs> and scaring, uh, backing Joe Hendry to the back. This was one of those things that had me write down finally that the tempo of this, and and I won't get too far ahead about my rating, but gave me a little bit of a, ugh, okay, the tempo of the show was a little very TNA-ish, which I enjoy, but with TNA, we also know there was ups and downs, and, and this was just a tempo thing for me. It was a, oh, another match, but they're all in the ring, and then Moose comes out and ruins the match, and then just the whole show, tempo uh, tempo-y, it was a little, the tempo was off for me. Um, next is, oh yeah, but they get the win, Gargoyle, Spear, uh, spear. Bupinder, still think he needs the heel run, but I like the jacket, I like the look, and he seems to be having a good time, which is a a good start, um, as he gets to to see that he's more comfortable, man. Because I think there's money in him. And, 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 you know, Sheik, Freaking Rollins, Lucha, there you go. But, uh, so this continues Moose and Hendry, um, and, and elevating that DMC even more. But, uh, Damn, man, that belt. The lineage of that belt. And I don't think Moose takes it off of Hendry, but it's a belt some of you wanted to throw in the trash, may I add. And uh, beautiful, beautiful. Speaking of beautiful, this is a segment I've been alluding to and I'm so freaking happy about because it shows exactly what we want from Impact Wrestling. Uh, Hotch is a new, uh, a newer cat, right? We worked, We talked about him. Hasn't been picking up W's, obviously. Just been used as enhancement, but getting a little shine. Um, Skyler, signed but just squashed. They sit down next to each other. And they make a hand, <laughs> and they are good hands. I would love this, man. And I'll tell you why. Because it goes back to what I said about Jack Price and that gut check thing. It really does. You move Jason Hotch and John Skyler into a tag division that could use some new hands, pun intended. You get them, that gut check winner, off, packed, and steel to the start of his journey. Real journey and impact. Because you know with tag teams, even if they don't win, they'll eventually split up. And then you have the feud there. And it gets them both off, right? Which seemed to be what they were going for with Giselle originally in Lady Frost until whatever happened. So I like that, man. And now it allows Jack Price to be that next guy to get the elevation. I think they do have good chemistry. Uh, The names i enjoy good hands i see lucha saying that as well like it i like it i like it a lot all right let's keep this show going next is more to come or still to come we got heath and rhino preparing next we get after that a macklin promo and he wants rich swan which he will get just add another person to his list of former former world champions macklin's that guy and maybe I'll jump ahead really quick because they were going to roll into Motor City Machine Guns winning their third tag team titles. Three time, three time, three time. Impact World Tag Team Champions. But I think we're getting very TNA. I don't know if Bully wins. I think there's some some stuff that could happen there, but I think we still get uh, Team Canada out of that, especially if Bully has backup. He gives Josh a reason I need backup. <laughs> Sulka. Just don't call them good hand uh, handies. We'll say that. Uh, But I I think if Mickey is the one, the TNA veteran, to take it off Jordan, I think Mosh is the one to retire Mickey. I think if Bully does win, Macklin is the one to take it off Bully. And now with Motor City Machine Guns winning, and this is where I know I saw some people... uh, It was our buddy Chris Zaletta who had mentioned that people were already upset about this and uh, whatever. And then Jamie Stay Ready, i got to give him props again for his comment on YouTube saying, you know, just... I don't think people are looking at what's next. And and Chris saying the same thing. Because I think at the end of the day we're going to get Motor City machine guns. And they might have a run. But Ace and Bay are the ones that take it off them. Now, I like Heath and Rhino... Heath getting in that WWE shape. Good for him. But we all knew they were transitional champions. And that's without spoilers. So, do you really want Ace and Bay, the crown jewels uh, of Impact Wrestling, and so to speak, the foundation pieces, when we finally win, when everyone finally gets what they want, they're crowned champions, they got the belts on them, our future is, don't you want them beating Motor City Machine Guns? Or do you want to be in Heath and Rhino? And I love once again. Like Heath and Rhino. But let's look at the bigger picture here. Um, But that's what we're getting man. We get Motor City Machine Guns getting a one-on-one with major players banned from ringside. Heath and Rhino losing. And it didn't make them look weak which I enjoyed. Um, because once again Heath and Rhino are still a, a valid tag team. People enjoy them. They get a pop when they come out. That's all you can ask for. Um, plus I, I think Heath's one of the most underrated dudes ever. Uh, and, and I don't mean like, well, that's another day, but you guys know my history if you guys are, uh, rocking with me about my opinion on Heath. But before we get to that, I just want to mention that, uh, Steels and Evans will be facing Jordan. This is Matt and Tom having their moment. Steels and Evans facing Jordan and Mickey. Macklin versus Swan. Look at the tag team championships being on the line. Death Dolls versus Diana and Giselle next week. And as I said, the Motor City Machine Guns won their third tag team titles. That's three and 15 years. So, really holding down the thumb, really Hogan in that division, right? No, I, I, look, I get people's whatever about it, but you gotta take a step back and see, like what I just said, who do you want your people winning the belts off of? What makes the bigger impact no pun intended but you know whatever um but yeah man what did you guys think of the show i thought like i said the tempo was off for me a little bit but other than that i, I thought it was some really good stuff um some really good developments for hard to kill i mean we get jonathan gresham uh, re-debuting excuse me guys i'm starting to feel it um but let me know what you guys thought i thought it was a, a good show I'm giving it a B plus, so it's not you know not giving it that A that I've been giving, but a B plus nonetheless. Um, and that was just the tempo. There was some some weird things there, and still not still not feeling a few things. But that's personal. What did you guys think? What did you guys think? Let me know in the chat. You guys keep lighting up the chat. Heart blood uh, bloodline, whatever you guys want to be. You tell me what you guys want to be called. <laughs> but I appreciate you. See, Lucha with a cool B as well. But you guys thought 57% of you said A online on Twitter there. Io saying a B plus. 39% going along with us, going with the B. The life bloodline. There you go, Luja. B minus from Masalco. Fair enough. And 3.6 with C. No little D energy. Must be the holiday spirit of everybody. Or Elon got rid of the the, (laughs) the impact hater bots, maybe. But uh, no, that that is definitely lower in the Abe department. It's usually a high in the 60s. So so maybe everyone kind of feeling the same thing. Still loving what's going on, but there's some things, right? Uh, and, and they'll fine-tune them, and, and Hard to Kill will just be another launching point of, um, of, of another era, it feels like. I don't know, man. If you told me after Hard to Kill that they unleashed the TNA back into TNA, I wouldn't be surprised so many references so much vibe the pacing of the show is different i know misog said it feels like they've scaled back the number of matches and some folks are lost in the shuffle um i i know there's a lot of people they could still use and, and i know there's a lot of people um that may be missing on the show but i i think there's a lot of it has to do with timing and not that they don't have plans for them I think we're setting up hard to kill. That's what I was going to get to. I apologize about that. I alluded to. I think we get Motor City Machine Guns versus major players, uh, hard to kill. So I mean, we're going to set up a very strong hard to kill, which is arguable. Arguable. Blah blah. blah. I mean, kind of taking the 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 trophy for pay per view of the year. A lot of the times, man, hard to kill crutches it. So, we're going to have a bangin' hard to kill. And I think that's going to be a launching point for a lot of things. I think you're going to see Masha pop back up. The Killer Kelly will start working some people in there. But I think right now, and, and we'll get to that as well, is just there might be some people on the way out, right? So, we're just waiting a little bit. Some tequila and honey <laughs> minus the honey. Oh, no, brother. Good quality H2O and screaming into a pillow. <laughs> All right, guys. I got a little bit left on the show, and I, I want to talk, talk to you guys about a few things before I wrap this up. You know my thing, as I said in the beginning, 86% or 86 minutes will never go over what Impact Show is. I see a lot of guys, but I can't even call them underutilized comfortably. Yeah, it, it's hard. You know, I know there's someone in the chat, Doll99, maybe your best 92 one of their... Usernames. Um, I would still be on BTI. <laughs> oh man. Um. I don't even know what the fuck I was gonna say now. Um. Oh, the underutilization of the knockouts. Look, I, I know we're accustomed to <laughs> half the show being knockouts, which I love. I, I just. We. I don't want to just. Uh, I. I never want to. If it becomes an issue, we'll talk about it. but when we're talking about fifteen plus years of of just treating the knockouts with complete respect um and especially the past four or five years of just letting them crush it and more than half of the segments at some points i I just think I trust them enough to get them back on and I also think about equality. <laughs> I, I think there's a lot of good stuff going on and I think there's some stuff you could take out here. I get the Joe, the Bupinder and the Swinger and Dice stuff that someone had mentioned. But I think it's also a matter of – do you – I don't know. I, I guess you can look it away. I can see it either – I can see it all ways. You know, I mean – do you give them you just throw something in there for Killer Kelly and Masha or do you want to save them and actually execute something right when after Hard to Kill there's some people out the door that you can reintegrate them in a in a bigger profile way instead of just a 4 minute match that was the Bupinder and the Joe Hendry and the you know Plus I think we get Joe Hendry and Moose at Hard to Kill so some things have to you know whatever but save and execute that's what I was saying and I think that's what they're doing but i I get it and trust me I'm never gonna argue against anyone who says I need more Masha or I need more killer Kelly on my television it's not good. <laughs> you're not getting that from me um but as far as um the things i want i want to mention here it, it, as far as um the hot topics there's not too much going on I want to mention the cardona thing before i i, I um completely forget and peace out as well is um giving someone their props when, like i said even if he's on his way out to impact wrestling talking on i think it was wrestle zone saying how much impact had helped him build back his confidence how impact booking always has a middle or a beginning a middle and end it's consistent it's the best consistent uh show on, on television so Someone giving their props without um, prodded. And I think it was a Chris Van Vliet, uh, maybe it was a uh, Chris Van Vliet interview that this someone had, they had Brussels sign it's transcribed or something. I don't know, someone clarify, if you can. But uh, worth reading, worth listening to, however you consume it. Just someone giving respect to Impact, although our structure is quite the same. And I think the major players, unfortunately, the writings on the wall is... It seems to be they're headed on the way out, right? Do you guys get that vibe? I don't know. Um, and he kind of says it in there too. He doesn't know. Um, he doesn't know what the future holds. Yada yada. So that to me is you know whatever. But I do want you guys to go check that out. Give Cardona some love because that's that's the kind of people. Yes, we are still. We don't have that budget to where we can lock down the stars that are on the free agent market um, as their first option. We don't have that money, right? Or we don't use that money. That's a better way of saying it. Um And within the budget, we, we deal within the black and impact. And we also sometimes can't resign the stars we do create. I, I get it. I get, I get the grapes. But if that's the way it is, and that's what we're doing, you want people like what Cardona is saying, or you want people like Cardona to say the things they're saying on the way out and i respect that i respect the hell out of that uh and i think that's that's pretty cool all right uh i see some things in here how many people honestly watch bti i don't know i don't got the number i don't look at the numbers for that i haven't or i haven't checked i did look for the numbers for certain segments and stuff but not bti um the thing with the bti thing and i get what you guys are saying about we're wasting an hour for this because once again i just told you at the beginning i watched the last 20 minutes and i watched that at eight o'clock while i'm waiting for impact But the thing with adding another show is that's another whole hour of wrestling entertainment. So you're not just paying Josh Gia and one match. You're now booking five matches, which is 10 people, 15 people. You got another crew that has to then write the whole show. You got a whole crew that then has to get them on there. And you got to change. Look, I get that we want that. But logistically, does it make sense for Impact? No. Two, does anyone want to watch an hour show of wrestling before we watch a two hour show of wrestling? Not me. <laughs> I just, I don't want to, you don't want to build your own competition or build your audience to be tired this quickly. Oh, hour two already. Well, okay, I'll watch the extra hour later. When? When all the other shows of wrestling in the week that people have to catch up on? I, I think it's smart right now for Impact Wrestling to focus on one show, a little extra. Um and pimp out the bti to, to see what um you know uh you know. let's see throw one more match at the beginning and the end hey, look you the problem <laughs> the problem is the people who say they have all these answers throw a match on the beginning my fuck you don't watch it to begin with so you're telling me if they throw one on the beginning you're gonna watch it you don't even watch the one at the end out of here <laughs> you guys are crazy um so that's number one someone on the way out possibly right but i think they'll be there for hard to kill i still love that he's putting over the company but we have someone who is locked in now i don't know for how long or what the details were how the i'll be more inclined to shot uh but gresham is signed to impact wrestling he has crossed the line There is the hard to kill him versus Eddie Edwards. What a damn pickup. These are the things we need to be looking out for. Do I wish we had the budget just to go blow on, you know, the, the, the Sasha Banks of the world and whoever else is of the, you know, okay. But reality is reality. And when there might be in a shitty situation or not, when a situation opens up. That's when impact can strike. Does it always work? No. We don't always get the people um, when a situation opens up. But at the end of the day, the market's settling down. is booked. You got people going back to WWE who are getting booked correctly in some ways, right? Some people can agree with that. You got people getting stockpiled in AEW and on Dark, Brian Cage. Santana's hurt, but yes, I think Santana's another one who could once again be josh's foe um for the long run so i just think that there's these these opportunities out there because the market is settling down and people are understanding the market and what actually these companies bring and that's why the importance of cardona saying what he's saying or gresham choosing to come here yes i know his wife works here but you know I, i think that's a door opener for sure don't get me wrong but not the only reason. Um, but yeah, I, I think that's why, I, like I was saying, it's important for Cardona saying what he's saying. Because it lets the next group that comes in here, that inevitably comes in here and, and does the same thing, gets in a year or two or six months, whatever the run is, puts over impact, gets a chance to refresh themselves, re- get the, you know, st- stabilize who they are as a character or in the world of wrestling, and then move on. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. The market is drying up a bit. You think a certain controversial star would have a better chance to return. The old Tessa, the old Tessa adage. "Eh, I think, once again, star power is there. The ability is there. Besides for the whatever, at least as far as we know, there's only been one incident with her, within Impact. So if you think you can, I hate this word, but control the talent. Take a swing on the talent. Because those big stars, we know, aren't walking through the door. But Impact is very good at taking care of the stars they do have. Or creating new ones. Alright, so, but Gresham is one of them, man. And not one they created, but one that's just now with Impact Wrestling. And, and this is the one thing that i've always had a gripe with with those with Tony specifically and my you know i've always defended him more or less depending on certain things i try to take a step back and and try to be unbiased i'm biased transparent and honest right pro pro wrestling but the signing of people yes you're taking care of them financially yes they are a human being and they have the power of free will to sign and do their own thing but he got a lot of people that are now sitting in catering or in dark and you know when you're signing them that you only have a couple weeks. Oh, yeah, get a couple weeks of pop out of them, and then... Pfft. That part, to me, I don't like. Because those same people now getting paid, and, and probably more than what they would get an impact, maybe, I don't know. But that would be such a big... The Briscoes ring a bell to me. Uh, the Kingdom, obviously... Ryan Cage was one of the biggest. Rolling him in his contract. Those things. Those things. Bandito. I don't know. Is he? Is he doing well there? There's just a lot of them. That uh, ah, Big Bill. Big Bill. Nah, bro. Could you imagine if Morrissey was still an impact? Rush. I don't know, man. But time, time heals all. Time shows all. And if you just let the the, the hands play out, I, I think Impact will will get some more of those people that we might have missed out on, or wish we didn't miss out on, hadn't missed out on. We didn't, uh, that come back. And this is a big one, man. Jonathan Gresham coming. Fits former world champion. Already rocking with Eddie. Go in there, right for the for that history, which I dig. ROH, you know, honor no more stuff. It's awesome, man. Yeah, Masalco. Yeah, we always say that, man. Morrissey's an excellent example of giving impact a year to rebuild yourself and raise your value. Yeah, and, and you can't hate on someone who wants that. We are at a certain level. Same time. Imagine taking on the thing. And this is what I say about my Knicks. Now, the Knicks obviously went seven in a row, so whatever. But... Some people don't want that challenge. But the same with Jordan and now Jonathan. And I hope the same with Deanna and Macklin. And definitely the same with Josh who's already here. And Bailey, who I hope. And Trey. Ace and Bay. The, the luster or the legacy that their star will have when it's all said and done. If they are the crop that bring impact back into a promised land. Whatever that looks like. Can you imagine being that guy? Or that group of people? I mean. Imagine Morrissey being with Josh and all those other people that just. Lifted this company on their backs and pushed it past what the narrative was for six years. Or whatever that amount of time was. Times are changing, people. You can only, for so long, put your finger on a narrative and say, oh, this is what Impact is, until people finally do the research themselves and say, oh, shit, what the hell was I missing? And I think that 2023 is going to be a very, very good year for Impact Wrestling. I think it is, man. Could we see some names leave that we don't want? Sure. I think there's some that I've already mentioned the past few weeks that I, but I think there's some that can surprise us and stay. I think there's some that can come in and you know so, and then some that will come back. Very interesting year ahead. Um. But yeah, other than that, guys, all I got left is I want to tell you two things. Um, one, of course, I'll, I'll be back here for for Christmas Day or night, eight p.m. Get back in the groove of the of the singles things. I as as I uh, was mentioning, Lucha will be here for before and after Hard to Kill episodes, and routinely for the pay per view episodes. But um, love that you guys are building this with me, rebuilding. We're still cracking hundred. That's cool, man. Once I I always say one fan at time, one friend at time. I know um not all like minds think alike i know not everyone likes everyone's voice or whatever opinion sure cool whatever this show is built for everyone that wants to watch is it for you <laughs> that's a question you have to ask yourself uh but if it's not there are a lot of great impact uh wrestling and uh, other wrestling but focus on it or that that give a great attention to impact wrestling out there so go check that out let's build this company back as a community and i love 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 um that you guys have been rocking with me here for 122 episodes every Sunday and Saturday, 8 (laughs) p.m. It it means the world, guys. You know, I obviously do other stuff out of this, um, some stuff that I wish I could do that I can't, um, but this is one of those things, um, no matter if it was one view or not, that I I would just, I I love talking to you guys. I like talking Impact Wrestling because I've been watching it literally all of (laughs) its existence. Um, for better or worse. Um, But it's awesome because it helps me meet people that also have history as well with it. And there's moments. Sometimes you can't make moments quickly with uh, people. Sometimes it's awkward making moments with new friends. But there's moments in TNA that we could talk about and bond over and uh, joke or celebrate. So love it, and I appreciate you guys, man. Love it. Um, But this is the end, my friends. This is the end. Uh, and the one the two things I want to talk about, the cliffhanger from last week was the beginning of the nonsensies. They're all out. There's gonna be two more tomorrow. The last two Golden Tongue and the Jingle Jangle. Chat, before you go, let me know who you want. Golden Tongue, best talker, and then the jingle jangle. Let me know. Um But I want to tell you guys really quick where everyone is. Gee, do my shout outs. Uh the nonsensies where we're at is Baby, new year right now, which is rookie of twenty two, and and what they're going to look like in next year is Mike Bailey right now. So if you want to change in these, go and vote. Your guys' vote matters; it counts as a vote for the team. Uh, Impact plus right now winning is Overdrive. Drip of the year is Bay. I thought Trey would get the win there, but we'll, we'll talk. Obviously, there's going to be uh, the Impact or the TNAW teams uh, votes as well, but these count faction right now is honor no more spot elix spot of the year is deaner kills ey the heel of the year is already bully that's what i was getting to her that was the golden tongue it was heel some shout outs uh to moose for that as well so get in your votes uh face of the year the santa's little helper is josh at the moment forbidden door is jay white and the pastime right now is swingers dungeon so if you want to make a change there go vote let me know but here's the cliffhanger I got for you guys this week. If you have checked out the past few episodes, we talked about lethal, lethal lockdown, fantasy booking, uh, five-on-five, five-on-five, OVE, we did, VBD, uh, Team Canada, Bullet Club. So go check those out. But the cliffhanger I leave with you this year, or well, the end of this episode, um, and for the last episode of the year, Christmas, is I want your starting five. I want your starting five for this year, 22, 2022, and Impact Wrestling. Give me your... I already want to do 2023, who you guys will think be our starting five. That's interesting as well. So you play however you want, but I'll leave that to you guys. Um, Let me know your starting five for 22, for 23, whatever you want to do. Just like seeing your guys' opinions. But I'm going to go get some fresh air, kick this... And I'll be back with you guys on Christmas. I hope I hope you guys are with me as well. Uh, Hanukkah start today? Is it today? Shout out to my friends, my Jewish friends out there. Is it 80? i I'm really bad with dates, man. Thank you, Masako. I appreciate that, and it's a pleasure seeing you and getting to know you a little bit. Uh, being on this uh, the chat the past few weeks, it's enjoyable, guys. Um, thank you all of you guys: Millard, Parkside Seven, uh, Critical Sting, the whole team the Tia IO Lucha who else was in there I'm missing someone if I am I'm sorry but I love you guys thank you make sure you get the subscribes up I'm trying to still hit 350 <laughs> still trying to hit four grand on the Twitter verse um but one friend at a time one fan of time and make sure you guys uh follow us right here at twitch.tv backslash tnaw channel every Sunday <laughs> Millard, Millard, Millard. One of my exes <laughs> would have won that Golden Tongue Award back in the day. We will leave it on that. Thank you, guys. Thank you, guys. One friend of time, one fan time. Twitch. Backslash, oh, dot .tv backslash TNAW channel. Follow us here. Get them up so you know you get the alarm. Know when we're going live every Sunday. Thank you, guys. I appreciate you. Happy holidays either way. to mm.